It's time. It is that time. Time for Styles and Watkins. You can join the show by texting 916-339-1140. Find us on YouTube at Sacktown Sports 1140. It's time for Alan Styles and Chris Watkins. Yes, yes, yes. On a victory Monday. It still counts as a victory Monday, even if you won on Saturday, right? Well, we're saying it does. Styles and Watkins taking you up to 2 p.m. Niners, Kings, Niners get it done. Did the Niners win or did the Packers lose? Who cares? Because there's still football going on in the Bay Area. Santa Clara, stand up. San Francisco, stand up. Sacramento, stand up. San Jose, stand up. Let's relax. I'm not that excited. <laughs> Look, man, they, they squeeze by. They squeeze by. A dub is a dub. Okay, sure is. And for those of you who made I it mean, through the game with the elevated heart rate, look, I'm telling you this right now. That probably would have been one of the worst playoff losses yes. <laughs> in history. I mean, in based on memory, seven sure. seed, one yeah. seed. And the Niners have looked like a well-oiled machine all Mm -hmm. season. Nobody coasted. Nobody gave the Packers a shot. And maybe, look, maybe I'm prisoner of a moment. Somebody's going to tell me in 1947 (laughs) in Cleveland. In recent memory. Yeah, the Cleveland Oilers. I'll tell you this much. There was a windstorm. What? There's not no snow? No, just a lot of wind. They couldn't throw the football. Chris Watkins, how you doing? Uh, good, good. Yeah, we had a, a good, exciting weekend of football, much different than the wild card weekend where there was really only one good game. Felt like all the games gave us a little bit of something. And, uh, you know, well, the, the Ravens game wasn't the most exciting of them all, but at least it was the first. The, the last three games that we got were, were all pretty great. So mm-hmm. feeling good and hoping the uh, the Kings can hopefully snap this uh, this losing streak. Oh, the Kings so play tonight? Actually, exactly, yeah. So oh, we can actually start, no, I wasn't. Know, oh, okay, we, we're doing that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. No, no, I don't blame us. I don't Right, us no. Either. Okay, yeah, Kings play tonight. Yeah. Obviously, I'm joking. Kings they play tonight. To. And – there are boxes to check off, just like Brock Purdy checked off a box and Kyle Shanahan coming back from a deficit, game on the line. Brock showed up. He took the glove off. The Michael Jack wasn't working. <laughs> just just like how Brock Purdy crossed off that box. Can the Kings, this is a very different box, can the Kings beat a team that Period. is shorthanded? Stop. No, well, just, yeah, beat just, just beat a team. Can the Kings win again? Can the again? Kings beat a team? Can the Kings win a game? We'll discuss. Yeah. Stay tuned for more. Yeah. We have Emil Fergoso at 11. We're going to talk Niners with Emil, see how he's feeling after that Packers game and also going into the Lions game as the Niners squeak, squeak by. And, Chris, my initial thoughts on watching this game, and we do a lot of these conversations about do does home court, home field matter? Yeah. That's why you want home field. Definitely. Don't ask me why, but the Niners obviously lose. To me, it's yeah. obvious. The Niners lose that game on the road. Well, yeah, you just don't want to have to be making a, a game or season-saving drive yeah. on the road. Like, right. I mean, it's already tough enough to, to try and orchestrate something like that, and then you have to do it. You know, in an adverse environment where everything is is unfamiliar and you're you're feeling shaky, mm-hmm. that's exactly what you have home field advantage for. Is a game like that, so that Brock and to, not to mention the fact that Brock struggles throughout really three and a half quarters leading yeah. until that drive. I mean, it's so hard to turn that momentum in your favor on the road. You have to be 
quite literally built different. Like, I mean, you see Patrick Mahomes, like his his ability to really, you know, rise above in, in adverse areas. I, I just I think that the Niners definitely would have uh, they would have struggled to get that result on the road, and that's why that's exactly why you struggle throughout the regular season to fight so hard to get that one seed. Because now you know even next week the Niners are going to have that Lions team, which has all the momentum in the world. Mm. They've got America rooting for them. Yeah, uh, they're they're going to be on the road, and and really the only thing the Niners have going for them because you didn't pick up too much momentum from that Packers game. All you really have going for you is. You have the home crowd behind you. You got the home crowd behind you. And and you bring up a good point because we had this conversation with Brad Graham last week who was – he was in the building. I saw he was at the game, like we said. Subscribe to his YouTube and all of his platforms. We talked about the Niners fans, and they were 94% Niners fans. Yeah. Didn't sound like it. Didn't sound like it. I heard some go, Pat, go. It did not sound like it. And Nate, our own Nate, Nate Littlefield, by the way, behind the glass for us, Nate was in the building. So, Nate, did it feel like on on TV it sounded like the Packers had a good amount of fans? According to what was it, Vivid Seats or whatever, 94% Niners fans did not sound like that on TV. No, it didn't feel like that. Uh, Part of it, I think halfway through the third quarter, I was kind of – taking in everything that's looking for the color change. You know, you kind of look at the crowd, how much red is there? And it's nice because those teams have contrasting colors basically uh, entirely. It's not like the Cardinals or something. Right. But uh, the problem is so many people had ponchos on that were (laughs) Uh, were green and mixed colors. But there were, on my way there, I saw a significant amount of Packers fans. And there were a decent amount there for sure. Yeah. So it more was than not, 94%. More than 6%. Per, more six, than 6%. I would say I would put a lot of money to say it was more than 6%. Yeah. Who knows how yeah. that whole thing works? But I did think that was a little. I, even when we read it off, yeah, read it off the tweet, strange. we said, that's surprising. You yeah. know, it was just surprising. Yeah. But. Well, especially Niners, considering how big the Packers are, too. Exactly. And a lot of Packer fans that, you know, maybe live closer to California. Okay, oh, yeah. this makes sense. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis rolled that up. That was so right? weird, dude. Yeah, I'll Anthony just Davis. put this out there. I just randomly walked right by him and just snapped a couple of pictures you for our Instagram. Up? Nope, I did not. <laughs> I was like, what? He's so thin. Yeah. Dude, he's so thin. It's just weird. It was so you saw, yeah, so Nate, you saw the unibrow. Yeah, Nate, off guard. Nate was was clout chasing this weekend. So <laughs> I was clout chasing with uh, the brow, yeah. yeah Great. Nate, who who, who else was him. there? Yeah, I, Nate, I mean, uh, obviously Jerry Rice shows up every I was, week I was with right chains. next to Jerry. I mean, this. do we want to do that? I mean, wasn't, why not? Wasn't D'Lo, okay. wasn't D'Lo with so here's, Anthony I'm, Davis? I'm walking on the Packers sideline, which right before the game, ton of Packers right there on the sideline mm-hmm. with the players and I thought that was cool, the interaction before the game with them, whatever. But um, I, I'm walking. I see AD with my camera. I'm like, I'm going to grab I don't know what I'm going to do with this picture, but I'm going to grab it because, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And then Delo's right behind him, and then I, like, bump into him, and I'm like, what the heck? What, what yeah. are you doing here, man? His last days uh, on the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll yeah. get into that. People think that Delo's done. He was uh, allegedly crying. Frank Gore, Steve Young, Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> All in the same Still category. The same area. Yeah. Steve Young, uh, Dr. Disrespect. Man, I don't know. I was trying to, I mean, I'm trying to work too at the same time and right. get pictures and I'm like kind of locked into that. Um, so I guess I kind of lost sight. That sounds about everyone else. I saw. I yeah. didn't really see. I mean, I saw, uh, um, uh, help me out, the uh, uh, 
Titans uh, linebacker. Who oh, uh, Al Shaheer. So I was, was yeah. I did not like that at first because I'm like, why are Solomon Thomas and Al Shaheer oh, here? Solomon Thomas was there too. Solomon Thomas in a CMC jersey, but they play together on Stanford. Ah, okay. Uh, I was like, what is going on with this? Why? Why is he here? Turns out he's on a one year deal with the Titans, so he's a free agent. So mm. I was like, what? I, Interesting. Th- that didn't sit right with me until I found out he was a free agent. I'm like, oh, okay. It is, it is something you don't really see, though. Not in the right? NFL. I mean, no. he was a part of, he. you know, obviously maybe he wants to be, who wouldn't want to be a part of the right. team? They're playing, he's not. <laughs> so I don't know if that was his bid to get back into the mix. I know a lot of Niners fans would like to have him back. Yeah. So that just I, a lot of people saying this speaks to the culture. Look yeah, at them. No, when now you get the the download. No, that speaks to free agency. To and free I, I need a bag, and, right? And his boys are on the team, but let's not act. You know, yeah. he's looking for a job. People were wanting to trade for him so back true. at the deadline. Yeah, like they people wanted love him, him back yeah. on the team. But the problem is like <clears throat> like Odom's there now. Uh, Jalen Graham is there. So I Orrin Burks. I so I don't know if uh, not Odom. Excuse me, I meant Burks, but. Here we go, yeah, guys. Here we go. Three time. This happened an hour ago. This is from Tom Pelissero. Three time Pro Bowl tight end Zach Ertz. And I don't oh, even yes, know how yeah, you can yeah. do this. Zach Ertz signs with the Lions. Ertz will start out on the practice squad with plans to potentially elevate for the NFC Championship game, a boost for the final stretch. Whatever he's got left, right? You throw a little between him and Laporta. Another wrinkle, another wrinkle to throw into that offense. I think, you know, we're going to do prop talk. I would take both tight ends this this weekend over because receptions or yards, but both. We'll we'll get into the details of it. (laughs) But the Lions can't really seem to defend a tight end, and I think the Niners. Obviously, there's a lot to break down. The Niners' offense or defense, should I say? Is there a lot of? Is there a lot of in the regular season once that machine gets rolling? Right. Not to say that the Niners numbers aren't true, but that offense dictated so much that the defense, how often did the defense have to play under pressure? Right. That's that's the main thing. Right. You're playing against teams when you have two. You're 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 leading by two scores. The game is almost over. So last game to me was the first time. The Niners actually I I wouldn't even say they got they kind of got off schedule. Right. When they were still able to win every single game, the Niners have won this season. They've stayed on schedule. And what the schedule seems to be is you get a stop. You you just get a get a stop score. Another stop. You get to two scores and then you're golden. Yeah. Nobody ever comes back. Right. right? Well, they like to do that. You know, the part of kicking the ball off first is you get the ball to start the second half. They try and own that last double dip, double dip on that. And now you're up two scores and you just kind of ride. The Packers kind of threw a wrinkle in that because the Niners could not get going offensively. They were they were kind of getting stops when they needed to, could not get going yeah. offensively. Secondary still looking a little shaky. Yes. You know? Yeah. And the run de- I mean, the run defense, right? Yeah. I mean, these these guys, these guys were going off. So I think it every every time they say it's gonna be a shootout, it yeah. isn't a shootout. So I don't know what it's gonna be in Santa Clara, but it's the gotta Niners, be a shootout next week. It, it, has, to it, it has to it be has now. To be. It maybe has to maybe be. it does. No I mean it's the only thing the Lions are really, really yeah, we will discuss, and obviously we have Kings Talk, Emil Fergoso at 11, talking Niners as well. When we get back, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.
Motown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Spurs staff have been advised never to phone Victor Wembanyama after 9.30. That's when he reads for an hour and then falls asleep, per Mike Monroe of The Athletic. Little nighttime. Well, I'm gonna do bedtime? whatever Victor Wembanyama did growing up because clearly it worked <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I for did him. not he, sleep enough. Yeah, he maximized yeah. whatever whatever <laughs> his body needed. Victor gave it because that man is seven four in every inch of it. Yeah, so. Victor, can you write a, a memoir real quick? Yeah, please. Right? right? Can we sleep can, schedule? Can we just get? Yeah, did you swim schedule? a lot? What's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Did you> stretch? <laughs> Stretching. What is it? Whatever what it is. Your diet look like yeah. whatever you got. Whatever. Call, we nine thirty. Gotcha. Yeah, nine thirty. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm about I'm gonna start doing it now. See what I got left. As we discuss Styles and Watkins, as we discuss whether the Niners won or the Packers lost, and I know it's a basic question. I I know it it is, but it's it it is true, right? And you look at what happened to the Packers in the four last possessions. I mean, this is quite this is quite literally the only way they lose this game. Interception, which turned into a field goal, I believe. Interception, punt, missed field goal, and then the interception. That's the only way they lose. Yep. Yeah. That's the only way they lose. Yeah. Because even if they make that field goal, it's going to overtime. It's going to overtime. You never know. I mean, and then the two interceptions, that last interception by Jordan Love is just... It's inexcusable. I understand he's trying to make a play. But, but you like, didn't have to. I, he didn't have to. Just just toss that thing out of bounds and live to fight another day, my well, you, well, you saw LaFleur said when Carlson goes out there, I just pray. He just prays, maybe, yeah. maybe Maybe he, he was like trying to make tonight, a play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I just don't know what possessed Jordan Love. Because you know when you're watching the game, you can't see the whole field. Sure. So I'm thinking, oh. When somebody you, must when, be somebody wide, must be wide, wide open, open. And he open. saw something. And... That was not the case at all, right? And I got to give a big shout out. I know people have jokes for calling him Draymond Greenlaw, but Dre Greenlaw, the difference is, and you know what's funny? Do we want to go back to the Ravens game with Brock Purdy and those picks? Did Brock Purdy have more interceptable, what's it called, risky throws, whatever that metric is? Did he have more against the Packers technically than against the Ravens? Because I remember everybody said, technically Brock only threw two interceptable balls against the Ravens or something. I'm like, well, technically (laughs) the Niners lost, and he had, what was it, three interceptions. So in this situation – I don't hear anybody talking about the balls yeah, that the hypothetical interceptions, the hypothetical interceptions the other way around, right? Because right? they didn't get caught. Meanwhile, you got Dre Greenlaw. That man could be a tight end. I mean, he's catching everything out there. Brother. So shout out to him and the but Packers. Just go down. Go down. We got <laughs> go audio down, on man. that too. Go down. I guess there was a joke, you know, uh, between him and some of the guys on the team as far as getting a pick six. And 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 Fred Warner, but you got to get it's not down. That funny. It's, it's not, not that funny of a I, joke, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking, okay, the chances of somebody punching it out. I don't know. They're pretty high. They're pretty high. Right, because you're – well, and the way he was holding the, the ball. the more you're running, the more tired yeah. you're getting. Yeah, It's yeah. like, buddy, come on. Come on. Yeah, so we'll get we'll get that audio because we have, bad. we have Fred Warner basically saying – I I was just holding my breath here. Yeah. So I don't know what he was thinking. Luckily the the Niners got away with it and they got away with a lot. They sure okay, did. they yeah. got away with a lot. They couldn't stop the run. 
they weren't running. Kyle Shanahan, everybody, you know, and we have plenty to say mm-hmm. about Brock Purdy. But I don't know why. Shanahan, he came out with the glove on. He took the glove off. Yep. He's missing throws uncharacteristically. Clearly, he is not comfortable. Yeah. So what do you do? You, and then Debo goes out. And then Debo goes out, but you're just still going to fling the football. Yeah. He is the guy who try, who thinks he's the smartest man in the room. And he's still playing, so yep. maybe he is. But why are you making it so hard on yourself? The end of the first half, what are you doing? He didn't even have a good answer for it in the post game. He's saying, well... We knew we wanted, yeah, we wanted to score, but we didn't want them to score. What are you talking about? You had the ball. Yeah. You had the ball. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, I I, I asked, uh, I think it was Biederman last week, like, are you concerned with, with Kyle Shanahan doing Kyle and trying to be, the, like you said, being the smartest guy in the yeah. room? Everybody assured me, ah, no, Kyle's past that. Ah, you know, he's he's been criticized for it for so long this year. He's had so much growth. I don't know, man. I still see the same Kyle who who's – out there and I, I feel like he he just he's it, it really makes me concerned I I still feel like leading into the Super Bowl they'll be fine but if they do get there that two weeks heading into it I just I can't imagine Kyle Shanahan just saying ah you know what let's let's put the work to the side for like we, we've done enough right there will never be enough tinkering never never there's always going to be something here is the sound from Fred Warner on the Dre Greenlaw interception and what was going through his mind you have gone down, or were you gonna try? Would you have tried to break all those tackles? You know what's funny is, I'm I'm right there for the interception, and I, I see Superman Dre Greenlaw come out of nowhere and snag it. I'm like, yes! I don't, I don't even look at him. I turn around, I start looking at the crowd, and then I turn around, I see 57 just running around, swimming with the football like this. I'm like, oh heavens! Just, but you know what? I I went up to him afterward. I'm like, why didn't you go down? He's like. I wanted to pick six like we talked about. <laughs> Trey, that's not. <laughs> Your mind after the uh, second pick, and did you hear people yelling, get down, get down? Oh, yeah, I heard them. <laughs> but Fred told me I was supposed to get a pick six. So, I mean, it was kind of his fault because he told me, he was like, man, you're going to pick six. So I was trying to get one every time I, I got that ball. It's all fun and games now. That was Drake Greenlaw towards the end there talking about Fred Warner. They're both kind of poking fun at each other. (laughs) Oh, heavens. But it's all fun and games. It's all fun and games now, man. But the Niners get it done. Mm -mm. And they did it in a really the one way, the one win that we haven't seen the Niners get this season. I know the Giants game early on wasn't the prettiest, but this was really the first time. I mean, literally for Brock Purdy, he's coming from behind. The pressure is all on him, and he made the play when it when it mattered most, or he made plays when it mattered most. And, you know, a lot of people are trying to downplay that last drive from Brock Purdy. If you watch the drive, I mean, he threw the football four or five times. People yeah. were calling it. Honestly, I rewatched it. Everybody's calling it a Christian McCaffrey drive, and I watched it again. No. He threw the ball. What was he, five or he was five, five or six, six? And the one drop was Kittle turning his head. It was Kittle who just, yeah. So which would have been, it was, was been right there. Really so look, yeah. I, you know, and we joke a lot about people comparing him to Joe Montana and the Tom Brady's of the oh, world. Geez. But what he did do there, the ability to compartmentalize his yeah. bad play, yep. flush it, and have the best drive of his, 
I don't want to say of his career, but quite maybe most important of most his career, maybe, yeah. most impressive. That's, that's how you do it. And even and we joke about the Lamar Jackson burst, but yeah. even to, when he got close to that red zone, <laughs> look, I'm telling split. you, Jordan. I don't. I have a lot of reasons. I have a lot of thoughts on why certain quarterbacks run or feel like they can run and why they don't. I'm not going to really get into it, but Jordan Love, you had an opportunity. You had so many options. And he made the wrong decision. He made the wrong decisions towards the end of the game. And Brock Purdy didn't. I mean, Jordan Love, there was a, there was a, I think it was a third down, not the pick, but there was another play where he eluded pressure and he kept throwing behind guys towards the mm. end. So even before that pick, and 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 obviously the missed field goal didn't help, but Jordan Love was missing throws when it mattered most. He got a little tight. And as he got tighter, Brock Purdy got looser. That's yeah. how I that's how I saw it. And it doesn't matter how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah, no, I mean, to me, that was Joe Montana's not the right example. I don't think it was a, it was like a, a Russell Wilson-esque performance mm. from from Brock there, where you see Russ used to do it all the time, where I mean, I would argue Russ would almost put his team in in bad situations yeah. first to right. eventually dig them out of, which Brock did a little bit of, but he would always save his best for the last drive when the team absolutely needed it, and that's what Brock did. I mean, that throw to Ayuk, I was telling you on the pre-show, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the best throws he's made all season, just yeah. that tight window in a gotta-have-it situation, and then hitting Chris Con- Chris Con- what is Shout Chris, out Chris Conley. Conley. Shout out yeah. Juwan Jennings. Juwan Jennings Matt. balled I mean, out. He just continues to make the biggest catches yeah. when you he's need He's gone it. now. He, he's officially, he, he's he, gone I'm, now. I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. He, he's got he's got to find some but use him while you can. to be a number two yeah. receiver. Exactly some big catches in the biggest moments and yeah I mean it was it was a team effort like I mean it was it was a or at least a whole offensive unit effort I, I you know sure you can give Brock tons of credit you can give McCaffrey tons of credit I think everybody did their individual parts and that's what you know we had Asante on Friday he talked about what is the Patriot way the Patriot way is just doing your job and only focusing on your job to me that's kind of exactly what the Niners did on that last drive. Yeah, got to get to a break. When we get back, continuing the conversation, Teddy Bruschi has some words for Brock Purdy. How much confidence do you still have in Brock? We got a texter here. Has confidence in Brock, maybe, but none in Kyle Shanahan. We'll read that off when we get back. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Sacktown Sports. All guests and callers, join us from the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop. Going to open up the phone lines. If you have any takes you want to get off about the Niners, 916-339-1140. On the text line as well, from the 916, Shanahan is the number one Reason why I have no faith the Niners will win a Super Bowl any time soon. And I'm a diehard Niners fan. My they go on to say, my text above was in response to you talking about Shanahan. Shanahan is a regular season coach, and his resume pretty much proves that if they win the Super Bowl, I will eat my words. Uh, Thank you, 916. Look, I uh... it was weird. It was weird. We saw Shanahan do this. We've seen Shanahan do this a couple times. Sure. We saw him do it 
I feel like he did it against the Eagles, to be completely honest with you. And Brock oh, was yeah, running right, for his life. Right. Okay, you in had that Hawk, first quarter, right? Yes, you had multiple guys. Hassan Reddick was on him again in that first quarter, and they better be thanking the heavens that Ben don't break defense from the Niners. They're much better than Ben don't break, but they did they did bend, but they didn't break, giving those two field goals to the to the Eagles in the first quarter, and the Niners figured it out, and you just start running the football. Yeah, I don't know if it's just. Shanahan thinking they all think we're going to run so I'm going to throw it but brother that's just right. not the situation and you're going up now this is what's interesting you went up against one of the the Packers kind of middle of the road right but as far as running the football they're one of the worst in the league they're run defense now you go up against a Lions team but Packers maybe had a better secondary, right? Sure. Now you go up against a Lions team who's basically the opposite. They have a much better run defense, but they're not great as far as throwing the football. So do we see just to just run back the same game plan, but now you're <laughs> actually doing it against a team where it should make sense, right. Kyle? Yeah, I don't I, I want to push back a little bit on the Kyle Shanahan just isn't able like he's a regular season coach. I'm not saying I disagree with that. As a matter of fact, the the resume actually proves that what you're saying is true. It's just I think we said the same thing about and Andy Reid. And that's not Reed, me, by the way. Right? That's no, no, the texter. That's the texter. That's the texter. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just, I just think that's exactly what we said about Andy Reid when he was with the Eagles mm-hmm. and then, you know, when he had those seasons with the Chiefs and it eventually took Patrick Mahomes getting there for that narrative to be busted. And now I don't think anyone is saying, oh, the Chiefs aren't going to have any success in the playoffs because of Andy Reid. Uh, and I, I would say that to say I feel like this Niner team is good enough. We talk a lot about how the talent on the team makes it so Brock's, you know, downfalls are a little bit less obvious. Yeah. I would say the team is so talented that maybe even Kyle can't break them. I think I think it's if there is going to be a team that is good enough to possibly, you know, overlook those things, I would say this team is definitely talented enough. So I, I don't know. I mean, I hear what you're saying. I think Kyle will p- make it maybe more difficult than it needs to be, but mm-hmm. I still feel like the talent on this team is good enough to where, you know, what what grade would you give the Niners for their performance yesterday overall, not just offense, not just if you had to put it all into one, like what, you know, and, you know, 10 is obviously the best game um, we've seen them play this year. I mean, I, I'm tempted to say – C plus yeah, six point five seven yeah. is where I was seven maybe seven and a half at, yeah. at best because the defense played so well. I think that that team can play. I think just as individuals they can play a whole lot better. And I think you're totally right. You could definitely game plan that game a whole lot better. So mm-hmm. I, I still and let's not you know I don't believe rust is a thing. But now it's it's no longer an excuse. You played a game the week right. prior. You got the juices flowing. You got you got it a close game too. So it may just sweat a little bit. Yeah. I feel like, you know, this team, if they, obviously, if they look poor again next week and still get the result, I'll be concerned about uh, the the big game. But I feel like this team is good enough to overlook Kyle's, you know, pl- playing with the game plan. Yeah, and, and Kyle just has to stay out of his own way and just ride the, you know, ride the keep it simple. the game as, as it goes. Just do what works. Kiss, keep it simple. Yeah. I'm not going to call him stupid, but that's how <laughs> the, this old saying goes. As far as Brock Purdy is concerned, you know, we already have applauded him. If you're just now joining, thank you for joining. If you have been listening, thanks for rocking with us. We've already applauded him and his ability to turn things around. Now, that only took one segment because it was only one drive. (laughs) Let's get to the rest of the game. And when you have, we joke a lot, and we're still waiting 916-339-1140 for a meteorologist to call into the show. (laughs) We're still waiting because now you have every Niners fan 
becoming meteorologists. Oh, yeah. I saw so many posts and tweets and everything about the about the weather on Sunday. Right? Yes, this coming Sunday. This right? coming Sunday, yeah. and that is something to me. I I read something that Kyle Shanahan refuses to practice with wet balls. Did you read that? I did not. So the, I guess he thinks it doesn't like help or whatever yeah. it is, right? So you don't practice with it because it's going to be different anyway. Well, Brock Purdy, he thought he was Peyton Manning or Kurt Warner. I know him and Kurt Warner, great relationship. Kurt yeah. Warner being another one of those underdog stories. He comes out with the glove. I think he lasted one. One drive. I one think drive. It might have been two. It might have been two. Kyle Shannon said, well, let's try out the glove immediately. Brock takes off the glove. I mean, can you really sit here? The Super Bowl could could happen, right? The Super Bowl, and I've got to be very careful here. The Super Bowl, they could win the Super Bowl. The Niners had home field. We're in Northern California, and y'all are sitting here worried about the weather? Yeah. Crazy. About a little bit of rain? Yeah. With your with your franchise guy, a guy that you're going to have to cash out? Yeah. Dare I say, you better you better hope that you always get home. And I know that right. the Lions, I'm not going to be like that reporter and forget <laughs> that the Lions play inside, but they're – you can think that yeah. Brock is a good player. We'll get into that that David Lombardi tweet and Nick Wright responding to it. Don't worry. But you can think Brock is above average, but you also have to be honest and say, this seems to be a limitation, right? I'm not going right. to say Brock has the same limitations as Tua in the snow. Brock did play at Iowa State where it gets pretty cold. Yeah. Right? It rains. I think they said that he played with a glove at Iowa State. Well, there you fact. go. So maybe yeah. he's just getting back used to it. I can tell you right now, as a guy who went back east for school, the whole idea of I came back and after about a month, right, just like when you don't work out, you lose it quickly, it's the same thing. You aren't in the cold. Oh, yeah. You forget about how cold it gets, Definitely. right? So you could win a Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl, you, they always have the Super Bowl in nice weather places or a dome or something sure, like they that. Try to, yeah. You could win this season, and down the road, you could still think, well, Brock's got to go to X place yeah. to play. I don't know how that's going to go because the chances of you always having the first seed or the number one seed throughout this is, is, not that high, right? It's possible the Niners are always going to be in the mix, but we can't bake on it. This all comes back to me saying that you got to get it done this season. Right, of course. You get another – you have to play two. Yeah. And you barely made it through a game where there was some rain. It's not supposed to rain this this weekend. And then you get to play the Super Bowl in Vegas. Yep. If it's going to be an issue for you, that's fine. You are never going to have this good of a situation. Yeah. You get to the Super Bowl and you run into a buzzsaw in either the Ravens. I'm not going to disrespect the, the Chiefs either. I'm not going to disrespect that man, number 15. I'm not going to disrespect Patrick Mahomes. But you run into one of those bad boys and you can't get it done. You got Shanahan has decisions to make. Yeah. But there is no way you can't get there. No way. Yeah, I mean it's it's all lined up for him right there. And you know, if the weather is going to be good, I mean, yeah, it, it's lined up. To me, the question isn't for Brock anymore. I, the question all year obviously was, can you win a Super Bowl with this guy as a quarterback? I think you can. I think mm -hmm. if he is your quarterback, you can win. To me, the question is now shifted to and I guess it's a nice question to have or to worry about because you don't have to worry about it for a couple more years, but what do you do with Brock after his contract's up? Like, Because the question becomes, like you're saying, okay, if we do have to pay you and lose some talent because of it, we can't have just bad weather be a reason why mm -hmm. you play poorly. If we're going to be paying you and then losing some talent because of it, 
We're going to need you to rise above those things. And as a matter of fact, you're going to have to make people better in those conditions because everybody else is going to struggle. He the showed up, though, with no Debo. Stuff. Absolutely. No Debo. He did. Yeah, he did for that for that one series. He, he sure did. He's going to have to do it a lot more on some bigger stages mm-hmm. if – if the Niners are gonna, because frankly, again, this if like you said, this is gonna be a down the road thing. You ha- you obviously have to win the Super Bowl this year. Everything cannot be more lined up for you to yeah. win it this year. But looking forward, again, like how how much are you gonna have to rely on other talent to to try and prop this guy up? Because if they don't have a Christian McCaffrey, can they win yesterday? I, I don't know. But if you're gonna be paying Brock twenty five plus million dollars or whatever he's gonna get paid uh, when he eventually does get paid. He's going to need to play better, and, and you can't lose because of it. And here, here's another thing. When you do pay Brock, it all comes back to this whole, this whole organization and front office, how things have been moving. You lose to Adam Peters, right? I'm yeah. not going to sit here and pretend like I know the ins and outs of what Adam Peters did right. during the draft, but I do know that that's talent that was in the building yep. now leaving. So that also goes, so when we paid Brock, so so-and-so had to leave, whether it's Juwan right. Jennings or whoever, you better be dra- – now you have to replace them via the draft. So – you don't we we can we don't have to look down the road now. You got to get it done and we'll do plenty of breaking down of the Lions and whoever they faced if they get to the Super Bowl, of course, but this also is a question of okay, are we Brock, basically the point is Brock could win the Super Bowl and you could still sit there and have say a lot of questions. this guy could win a Super Bowl in a specific situation. Meanwhile, and 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 I hate comparing him to Patrick Mahomes cuz there's only one. Right, but Lamar Jackson lost dudes this season too. Yep. Okay, he didn't. He, he's, they're finally getting Mark Andrews back. I think this coming week. So, but Lamar, guys have been able to overcome things. You and I just don't think. I think what's going to happen is that Brock is going to be real with himself, and they're just going to decide we're not going to pay you. And I'm going to go Cam Newton here. We're not going to pay you game changer money. Yeah. We're going to pay you elite game manager money because that's what you are. And I think Brock will be completely fine with that. And I don't think it'll be big uh, that big of an issue as long as what they're able to keep. Like Debo's not going to play forever. Right. Okay. A lot of these guys. Trent Williams is not going to be there forever. Probably okay? not after next year. Probably yeah. not after next year. So how does this kind of move forward? Yep. But I will say this, Chris, a lot of these conversations – won't seem as serious yep. if you're looking at number six. Absolutely. That's that's how yep. it goes. All right, get into a break. When we get back, we will read off the famous tweet from our own, not our own, but NorCal's own athletic Niners writer. We also have sound from Teddy Bruschi on Brock Purdy as well. Stiles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports and subscribe. Brock Purdy answered every single doubt and criticism by delivering a comeback playoff drive that has immediately become part of 49ers legend. That's what Joe Montana used to do. That is from David Lombardi, writer for The Athletic. I read that, and what are your thoughts? Uh, psych ward. Um, I just, what? I mean, 
That's insane. Like, and what, the athletic you, then every question and the every athletic single then question. okay. Then the athletic obviously their official their official account said it's pretty tough. It's a pretty tough night to be a Brock Purdy doubter. Is it? Was it? I feel like he gave a lot of fuel. I definitely feel like Can he you, gave them here's a, a question. lot of material. Did he night. erase everything? No. According to David Lombardi, he erased everything. According to he the sure Athletic, did. he erased everything. Uh-huh. That's the question. Did he erase everything on one drive? No. No. <laughs> definitely not. Absolutely not. He. It's funny. He crossed off. Here's the thing with Brock, right? And And maybe how he's evaluated isn't completely fair. I don't know. It depends on who you ask. I think you just look at his team. And a lot of people are going to say, well, that's why we evaluate him like this. So on a night, all this stuff, here's what people are doing. Brock Purdy didn't do certain things. Brock Purdy didn't do what he normally does, right? Because I guess that's the argument. If Brock Purdy does what he normally does, the Niners are probably never in that situation. So he doesn't do what he normally does but he makes up for it at the very end along with the along with the defense. So in that regard it's you you could say hey Brock has now done it all. The chances of you doing it all, all in but all. the chances of you doing it all in one game are pretty low. If you're if you're dead red all day, yeah. you're probably not going to need to have a comeback. Sure. That's that's the only thing I would Kind of say it, it's it's true. Now the yeah. Joe Montana thing, I'm not even entertaining that. Yeah, okay? I don't. I just feel like the 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 game winning drive is impressive. It's great that he had it, but to me, like it would have been a lot more impressive if he came down fourteen nothing and made. Are a you? But are you sure? Well, but you can't I, just. But that's raise- not all. Like to me, that was yeah. the question of like, yeah, sure, Brock can lead one drive score. I already yeah. I already knew that. That's not super impressive. But we didn't know that though. I mean, anybody could do it. Like, I mean, quite Chris. I mean, not in that necessarily in that situation, but yeah. I just mean like that wasn't my question for Brock Purdy was, okay. you know, p- chips pushed up against the like, can can Brock make a single drive? I'm not so concerned mm-hmm. about that. That wasn't at least my question mm-hmm. of Brock Purdy. I knew he was a capable NFL quarterback who could make completions. My question is, if you're down 14 mm-hmm. and like you said, now it's not because Kyle's taking the run out of the right. out of the equation. It's because the other team's game script has now taken the run out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy has to not just make one drive; you have to make multiple drives. But you're Maybe not saying you're drives. not saying in the four. You're just saying in total. I just mean yes, yes. I mean coming back from real adversity, not being a front runner, not having uh, any sort of comfort in the game. You're down the entire game. Sure, maybe it takes a game winning drive and that adds to it. But mm-hmm. I want to see what happens. When he's down by two scores and has to score from two possessions down, to me, that's a lot more impressive than just ah, I played like crap. But all that day. wasn't the situation, now though. Can... That situation never presented itself, though. But I'm saying for Lombardi to say Brock Purdy answered that's fair. all that's questions, fair. he didn't even answer the question that I had. Mm-hmm. To me, I mean, I again, I don't like. It's it's a it's a piece of what I'm wondering. Yes, definitely, you have to have some sort of poise composure he showed elements of what i want to see but he didn't show me everything i want to see i still i mean <laughs> you know yeah if the niners yeah, but he's are not going to show one more right. score, here's, here's the thing you're not saying that, that game could be over. yeah he's not going to show you everything in one game he showed something that we hadn't seen him do before right when he's right. had stinkers he's just stunk and the game largely the game has gotten out of hand and let's let's be honest here the packers let right. left them in it 
he should have had at least two picks. Okay, and Packers couldn't figure it out. That first throw, what was that in the first quarter? I don't know what he saw there, but he literally no threw it right, right at him, right at him. Yeah, and you know savage, that's that's yeah. why you that's why you don't that's why you right. play defense. That was that's literally it because brother, that was the easiest interception, easiest. and that could have yeah. been a pick six. Mm-hmm. That could have been it a pick six, been, right? Yeah. So Brock answered a question. Yes, because there was adversity. He hadn't played well. He made the throws when it mattered. They won the football game. He led a comeback drive. That is true. But to say there are no more questions, I think, is a little little much. I would say, if anything, it probably sparked up more questions. Like, the consistency and the... Big game, like is a big game too much? And weather is weather and a I, big issue. And I for and you? I think I saw a lot of Packer fans saying this is the youngest or this Packer team was the youngest team in the history of the NFL or in the history of the NFL playoffs, something like that. I knew they were the youngest team in the NFL this year. Yeah, and on top of that, on top of that, they were the set. They, the Niners were supposed to win. So I saw a couple sure Jimmy were. G comparisons, and I wouldn't put. And I wouldn't put Jimmy G and Brock in the same breath, but I would say it was kind of Jimmy G-esque in that game to play, to not play great, and then save the game at the end. We've seen Jimmy G do this. We've also seen Jimmy G blow it at the end and and not figure it out. Here's here's John Williams, and we can do a blame pie, if you will, uh, as far as the Niners. And they won, right? But why it was so hard to beat a seven seed who shouldn't have even been in the same breath as you because here's the crazy part here's the crazy part you could grade the Niners and say the Niners were a C plus how are you grading the Packers a seven seed who didn't who, who had no business yeah. being there Packers might have been a B they yeah, a lot of Packer fans felt like they left a lot a yeah. lot of meat on the bone out there yeah it was not a perfect game from them they played really well I would say they played just well enough to win but I mean clearly not 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 overall good yeah. enough to get the result but i think you know there's there's a world where yeah you know maybe maybe the one or two things goes the packers way maybe that interception does go the packers way and maybe it does turn into a pick six maybe that field goal goes in instead of missing there's a couple things that could have gone the packers way but ultimately i mean they didn't they didn't execute and that's i mean they showed their their youth and their inexperience i think to me exactly that's a big game for them i think that's you know, they're going to take that. I think overall that's a win for the Packers. The fact that they got this far and they were able to push the number one seed mm-hmm. uh, pretty much to the brink, I think that's about as well as that Packer team could have done. Yeah, and, you know, look, a lot of calls get missed throughout the course of the game. Yeah. I will say this, and I don't think people have a lot of hate for Packers fans. They The Packers play with integrity, mm-hmm. and we've joked about Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes flopping. There were at least two face mask calls I, that I saw that just didn't get called, mm-hmm. okay? And there was no... Head, there was no head whipping or anything like that. The Packers didn't complain. They just kind of wore it, right? They, they just kind of wore it. And maybe Aaron Jones, I saw at least two face mask calls on Aaron Jones. They weren't able to use, let's not forget, now how they couldn't get Jordan Jordan Love's tush push, how they couldn't figure that out, or the, the you know, the, the love shove, Gosh. how they couldn't get that done. Yeah. Does it make sense to me? They went for it. It was a bad spot. It was a bad spot, spot, so there was a lot going for the Niners, and I know somebody's probably typing up or calling in with a list of things that did go against the Niners as well. All I'm saying is that it's not as if the Packers played an A and the Niners played a D and and the Niners weren't or were able to win. 
they were pretty – I would say a lot of Packer fans would say, yeah, beginning of the game, you know, Jordan Love looked great those first couple drives, but we left a lot of meat on the bone too. 916-339-1140 on the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. Let's get out to Miguel, who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Miguel? You're on Sals and Watkins. Hey, how's it going, guys? Pretty good. Hi. What you got? Good, good. You know what? I'll just I'll just hear the out right now uh, on on your uh, on your rent and uh, and you mentioned that that anyone could do that what what Purdy did. Like I didn't see Baker Mayfield do that. I didn't see um, Josh Allen do that. Meaning for him, it was an ugly game. It was a, it was a ugly win, but it was a win. But he was able to come back and 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 get the ball to McCaffrey for that touchdown. Not anyone could just do that because if they could, it would have been done. Baker Bill Mayfield would have done it. Josh Allen would have done it. Hey, yeah, uh, there were some bad play calls, but what about the one with Trip Williams when he barely shoved that guy and he and he flopped and he got a penalty? Mm-hmm. Like, so like it's just like if if he, he said that if he would have came back from a fourteen point deficit, he would have been more impressed. What more does he need to do to impress the people, the public, the commentators? You know, it's no one's giving no 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 credit. No, no, no love. Yeah. You know? No, I, it's I, like, it's more excuses. Well, he needs to do this. He need, well, he jumped five feet. No, no, no. If he would have jumped seven feet, it would have been more exciting. Like what more does he need to do to prove the naysayers wrong? You know? Yeah, no. Okay. And, and thanks for the call, Miguel. Chris, I'll kind of let you go on, on that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I misspoke and said anybody can do it, but my mm-hmm. point is, I mean, like I'm looking at it Baker Mayfield has 10 game winning drives in mm-hmm. his career. It's, I just more mean like, it's not impossible for, for Brock Purdy to orchestrate a game winning drive. Yes. It was a big situation. And yes, he definitely showed some things there, but I'm just saying to me, the bigger question is the Niners have been front runners all year mm-hmm. long. What happens when they face adversity early and really have to dig themselves out of it for longer than just a I mean, they were fighting. They were battling. I'm not saying Brock had an absolutely terrible yeah. game, but what I'm saying is I would like to just see what it looks like if the Niners have to truly win a game off of Brock Purdy's arm. Yeah, well, and here's the thing. Like we've been saying, the Niners could win the Super Bowl, and you could still have questions on yeah, Brock, absolutely. which sounds crazy, but that's how good this team yeah. is, right? And that team, the defense, Ben, don't break. Yeah. They, they haven't allowed – the team to be in that situation. Yes. So if he's never in that situation, it's realistic to say Super Bowl winning quarterback Brock Purdy, I'm still not sure he can do X, Y, and Z. Right. At some, and Did we have all the answers on Joe Flacco after he won the Super no, Bowl? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Or Eli, or Eli Manning. Sure the didn't. problem is, and you know, and let's to 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 make sure we're clear here, we started this responding to David Lombardi's tweet that said yeah. that there were no more questions, yes. right? And here's the problem. We were just talking about this with our good friend Jason Ross as we were crossing over and the morning show was ending. The problem is that too many people, right? We just look why Brock Purdy has to be black yeah. and white, the situation. No that that's the issue, right? Why does it have to be Nick Wright? Brock Purdy isn't good enough. Right. And or or make excuses or David Lombardi. He's Joe Montana. Why does it have to? I don't understand why we're doing this with Brock when we don't do it with other guys. Brock Purdy is a really good quarterback who seems to be limited in some aspects. But on this team with this roster can win a Super Bowl. That's it. We don't know if Brock is going to be able to win with a lesser roster because he hasn't had to do it yet. We don't know if he can win the big one with this roster. So there are still questions. So why does it have to be this side or the other side? And I don't, I don't feel like it happens. I know in, in, in total it does happen often, but it does feel 
it does feel like it happens more often with Brock. That that's that's what that's what I don't get. All right, get into a break. When we get back, got some funny sound from Larry David as it pertains to kickers. And a meal next. And a meal next. And a caller. We got a lot to do. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports.